On this episode, Brad Dude and Tyler crack open the 2020 and 2022 Little Book offerings to see if Tyler wasted his money on the latest release. See what the fellows think on this episode of The Bourbon Hunters. But before we get started, let me tell you about our sponsor, Greenline Goods. This four-year-old company is based in Chicago and creates high-quality etched imprinted glassware. Check them out with the link in our Instagram bio and save 15% off using the discount code BOURBONHUNTERS. You can also check them out at greenlinegoods.com. Thank you for taking time out of your day to join us on our hunt for great bourbon. Reward yourself and sit back, grab a pour, kick up your feet, and enjoy. Welcome to another episode of the Bourbon Hunters. I'm Duke Poole. I'm joined by Brett Bryan and special guest for three weeks in a row, Tyler Schaefer. Is this a record? It may I don't be. know if this is a record. Maybe. Maybe. It, it wasn't, almost it wasn't going happen. to be because he couldn't do yesterday, so we had to move to today. So I um, <clears throat> all should understand that. I don't know who's this. If it was person? in the reverse, I'm not sure we'd be having this podcast this week. Maybe. <laughs> Seeing as how I have all the equipment, you're probably right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so today we're going to do Little Book, Chapter 4 and Chapter 6, right? Where's Chapter 5? I, this isn't how we read. You know what's funny is I actually sold Chapter 5 to a friend of mine who wanted to give it to his dad for his birthday. Yeah, it's worth it. And uh, It's a nice gift. Just retail. I mean, I don't mark shit up. You know how it is. Yeah. Um, Unless Tyler or I want to purchase it. And I hadn't it. opened it. Well, if you two want to purchase it, sure, I'll mark it up. Of course. I mean, of course. you can't fuck over your friends. Who's going to fuck over it? Um, so, uh, yeah, we got is it chapter four and chapter six, right? Yeah, chapter six, chapter so four. So 20, 2020. 2020 and 2022 are the two uh, years, and we're missing the chapter five. I like that neither of these are open, yeah. right? So they're both going to be pretty equal in that. Ooh, I'll be back in uh, Chicago next week, so. Keep your eye out in a, on a Binnie's. Absolutely. So, uh, first things first, out of the gates, it is October. What do you guys think of the house? It looks good. It looks good, yeah. Yep. I agree. As yep. uh, Tyler said, it looks like Casper jizzed all over the uh, house. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we actually finally got it done. We were a little late to the game this year. We had all the stuff out in September, but we never put it up until it was like very last minute September, first week October type thing. I feel like certain holidays... You get like three weeks, maybe a month of, of usage out of the decorations. Mm-hmm. Christmas, I'm I personally am uh, willing to go a little bit longer. I feel like Halloween, you can extend that yeah, to like the first up. two weeks in November. Yeah, we yeah. leave ours oh, up yeah. for a week or two yeah. after Halloween, yeah. so. and then you slowly transition and because like pumpkins go Halloween fall, and, yeah. and then you go you fall know, Christmas. I like to yeah. get my Halloween decorations up in last week of September. That way, you can get a, like a month and a half out of them. Where do you? We've talked about this before. I th- I think uh, when you put the Christmas tree up. Generally, it's a holiday tree. Remember last year? Yeah, it's a holiday tree. <clears throat> Generally speaking, we used to wait till after Thanksgiving. Now we don't. We wait when we put the Halloween stuff down. I think pretty much we transition right into getting trees up and stuff like that. So middle of November, I think. Oh, okay. So. I think any time after Thanksgiving is okay to start doing a tree. I mean, I mean, I know a lot of people to do it like Black Friday, right? That's their thing. It's a little early, but I'm okay I don't with think it. It's early. I think middle of November is perfect. Yeah. So let's jump in and talk about the primer. All right. And then I got, I got so, some shit to talk to you guys about. You guys are the uh, grilling slash smoking experts. Yeah. I, I've got some feedback I need from you guys. To well, let's save that for in between our... That's fine. 
Um, we'll let, whenever. But anyway, so Brett and I got here a little early. We decided to uh, do a little blind for dude. A primer blind. Primer blind for dude. Yeah, and it doesn't so, necessarily uh, fit the theme, but it, you know. Is this the first time you don't know what we're drinking? Oh. Every once in a while, he has me pour, pour him a blind. Like, it just, mm, I usually it. let him know what it is, but it's kind of like, oh, just surprise me. I don't care. Sure. Okay. So this would be kind of the same. This is something I really like. I haven't drank it in a while, so I'm kind of yep. glad that you decided this. So yep. I was like, oh, you know what? I haven't had that in a long yep. time. <clears throat> it's not a malt whiskey. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> now, here's my first question. Do we all have the same thing? Yeah. Yes. Because I could easily see you guys trying to fill with me somehow. I um, thought about it. I actually suggested it, but Tyler, <laughs> he shot it down. Okay. Are you looking at your list? No, I'm, I'm my uh, functional fitness just registered on my phone, <clears throat> so I was looking to see what I got. Um, <clears throat> Should we give him, like, a little hint? No. 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 Okay. I just meant, like, not the brand name. No, but, oh, here's a little hint. Here's a little hint. So uh, you can give a little hint, but I can't. You can, <laughs> it's it's not readily available, but you can find it. Um, you know, it's it's not. Uh, I mean, in, in regard to the proof, is kind yes. of where I was going. Oh, okay. Well, so this it just, is so it's this not, is it's not a single barrel. How about that? This is helpful. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. To be honest, I mean, it's not a club pick. How about that? It's not, not a club, club pick. pick. There you go. Oh, wow. that was in, in unison. unison. Yeah, nice. Uh, so it's not a club pick, but I'll also say that it's. Um, there's usually not a ton of secondary for it. Maybe a little yeah. bit. Maybe a little secondary markup. It's not crazy. It's very good. It's a very good bottle. Bottled and bond. That's all I was going to say. Oh, okay. It's bottled and bond. That, I don't think that gives away too much. I think we've helped you quite a bit with those two. Yes. Yeah. It's not early times. <laughs> I didn't think it was early times. Seventeen ninety two bottled and bond. That is incorrect. Uh, that is incorrect. But nice guess. Yeah, that was a good guess. I agree. 1792 Bottled and Bond, I don't think, drinks this hot. I have that 1792 Full Proof that I haven't visited in well over a year. I'm kind of curious because it was fucking hot. Yeah. You have the same one. We did a trade, um, which no. maybe traded some. Didn't he get them both Yeah, he us? got them. Yeah. And we, we both got a Full OWA Proof. Yes. Something. And they drink. I haven't. I have not tried it in well over a year, but it drank Didn't fucking hot. Did you get an Eagle hot. Rare at the same time? Store pick Eagle Rare, yeah. Yep. And I got something else with it, and I don't know what my other one was. So this is a bottled and bond, huh? Mm-hmm. One more guess, and we'll then we'll reveal. We'll move on. It's two words. Yeah, I was thinking Heaven Hill bottled and bond is what I was thinking. Um, but give me a second. I don't know if that's... Uh, Buffalo Trace bottled and bond. Oh wait, <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't tried to. I mean, I guess yeah. that's what E. H. Taylor is. It is, so yeah, all, yeah. But still, I'm surprised they haven't tried something like that. Um, interesting bottled and bond. Um, I guess I'll just say my final guess is the Heaven Hill bottled and bond. Close, close. But still no cigar. Evan Williams. No. All right, go ahead. It's uh, Henry McKenna. Oh. So it is a Heaven Hill product. Yeah. <clears throat> so you were close. Those are tough because they they all, I feel like, 
There's well, variants. There's a lot of variants yeah, in the single barrel. I feel like in theirs, there's even more variants. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Than, yeah. than most other bottled and bond products that are like shelfers, if you want to call it a shelfer, yeah. I guess. But that's kind of uh, cool, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like, you know, I could get one that's... Right, but the, the problem with it is, is I've had a really outstanding bottle of it, and then I've yes. had just an eh bottle. Sure. Right. Agree. This one's uh, better than average, I'd say. This is good. Yeah, I like it. I like it. And it's my first one of the day, so... Having to go through all the standard visceral reaction mm-hmm. nonsense and sure. the first first drank drank tasted kinda hot. Yeah. And then it kinda settled in. So Brad, do you wanna pour? I'll jump into my weekend. Yeah, yeah. I'm assuming we're gonna start with twenty twenty yeah, in chronological yeah. order. Yeah, sure. I assume. Let's do that. Absolutely. Um so I went up to uh to Michigan State and watched them lose pretty pretty badly to uh I have some questions about this too, Lansing. My trip or the the little book? Um, not the little book. More about like how are you on the field? Like, do you know someone? Oh, okay, is yeah. that you know? So a good friend of mine is um he's a coach at Michigan State. I'll probably just I'll leave it at that. <coughs> but, no name drops. Um, so he's he has uh, field passes, and you don't watch the game on the field. So you you're down there. Jesus, this wax is terrible. Uh, prior yeah, to the always. to the game, and then once the players go back in inside, you have to go back up to your seats. But he had like it was probably thirty yard line, maybe fifteen rows up is his tickets that there, he gets. So very good tickets. Were there a lot of people down there on the sidelines with yes. you? Okay, yes, a lot of people. Um, you're talking like. Uh, you know, they're all on the sidelines. They're not like roaming around. Uh, but recruits, basketball team, oh, yeah. um, other sports that have access down there sometimes, uh, things like that. So family members, you know, crazy things. But it was fun. So uh, I got up there Friday. Um, I went to my honey hole on my way. Didn't find anything. Um. Went up, picked up my buddy. We went up, and uh, Michigan State's golf team has their their home course that we went and played nine holes on. Um, fantastic course, a little short. It's called um, Forest Acres. Uh, Acres West is the one that we played at, <coughs> and cold but super beautiful time of the year up in Michigan. Like all the trees have already turned, and it's just phenomenal up there. And then we went out to dinner at a place called Meat, which has been on Triple D. It's phenomenal, phenomenal um, barbecue that is just outrageous. So I did have some barbecue as well. Uh, tailgating was really, really nice because the lot that we're at is the lots that are at. They're like the donor lots for the stadium. Um, and in order to get a you know reserve sign, you have to have donated $50,000. Yikes. Yeah, so it's a it's a nice area. We were there with um, other staff, family members, and it was just a really really good time. We had our tailgate, uh, our tailgate next to us. Great people, um, Rick and Mark, I believe, and they had a, a Blanton's Black and they had a Weller Twelve Year that we that we killed. Nice. Were they unopened before? Yep. Yep. That's so awesome. You them killed them both, you said? Killed them both. Nice. Yep. So before we go on to the game, let's um, talk about this. Uh, this is Little Book Chapter 4, Lessons Honored. This is uh, straight whiskey. It is a blend from Beam Suntory, which, you know, Jim Beam. Um, this was released in August of 2020, and the proof is 122.8. It is non-age stated, um, but it is a blend of four-year-old Kentucky straight brown rice bourbon. Jesus. 
so straight brown rice bourbon, eight-year-old Kentucky straight high rye rye whiskey, and seven-year-old Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. Does that have notes on it too? Because I'll put this away. Yeah, I can. I can give you notes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're, I'll give you the notes after we give our notes. Okay. Um, yeah, that's fair. I haven't fair. looked at them yet because I don't want any any type of. Uh, yeah. What do you call it? So. Any bias. What I, <clears throat> I'm going to have to open this up to the the official website page, but um, let me see how close I am. But the way I remember this is that Little Book is an homage to being called Little Book. I think it was uh, Booker No. Is that right, Booker No? No, N-O-E. Um, yeah. His grandson, I believe, <clears throat> was called Little Book. Mm. Um, and then so this is an homage to that. Uh, nickname and uh, you know whereas Booker's is you know an homage to Booker yeah. now mm-hmm. um, now that being said um, this one is the fourth one in the release and each year it's a little bit different it's not like uh, anything else where you know it's just a four year old uh, barrel strength or whatever ten year old barrel strength or whatever it may be this one's generally a blend from what I understand um, and so that being the case, that's what, uh, I'm going to get to their website and I'll, I'll read a little bit more about this, but go ahead and tell me what you guys think on the nose. You know, memento. Ooh, that's a pretty strong nose. Do you think the color's a little light or no? Um, well, there's a dead cricket in here. It's definitely not, uh. I could be it's wrong. Definitely not dark, but it's you know. Yeah, it's, it's not overly it's not, dark. Yeah, I call it like a copper, uh, yeah, light amber maybe. So <clears throat> let's see here. Um, what do you guys get on the nose? Kind of a muted. What is that? I get like almost like herbs. <clears throat> it's almost like I. It's not a it's not a floral, but no, to me it's like more a, herbal. It's like a baking spice, or yeah. I get the spiciness more near the end of it. <clears throat> I wish I I, get, lo- I almost get grass, like a grass clipping type of uh, nose. I don't get that. I don't get that, but there's um. Oh yeah, definite grass. There's some kind of like. Ooh, I wish I had that little yeah. tasting wheel thing, so I could like see something. And be like, oh, that's it. But there's like a baking spice or something that I'm getting. Yeah, I get this, but that for me that's at the end. I get, I honestly get a ton of like herbal, kind of grassy. I think I, I get some. I, I do <coughs> not get that. <clears throat> I think I get some corn. I wouldn't think you get a lot. There's not a lot of youth in this. But there's no youth in this in my no, opinion. No, but I mean, it's still if it's a bourbon, it's still part of the mash bill. Yeah. I feel like that that corn comes forward though in like younger bourbons. I'm getting some oak for sure, just a little bit, and maybe just a touch of, maybe just a touch of brown sugar. That might be the the cooking spice or something, but yeah, I'm definitely getting some grass. You guys aren't getting any grass. I do not get grass clippings. No, fair enough. Dive in. Let's dive in. Taste this. So. You didn't actually say who Michigan State was playing when you went. You kind of trailed off there. Sorry. Uh, they were playing Ohio State. 
So it was also nice because going out in the field, what my uncle was there. So when I first walked down, um, complex. Uh, this is complex. I met my uncle right on the field. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> wow. Is there the some cinnamon? sugar in there too? Oh my god! It drinks I'm, a little hot. I'm getting, but it's not ethanol hot to me. It's like a no. pepper and cinnamon spice. It's like, it's almost like you just took cinnamon right out of a spoon. For well, me, I'm not getting that much. I can't talk cinnamon. I'm getting like a red pepper on the finish. I'm getting a cinnamon on the palate. Hmm. It is a spicy one for sure. Yeah, I agree. There's lots of spice. What did we say? It's 122.8 proof. I so, I mean, that could be, it could be ethanol I'm getting, but I feel like I'm getting, like, cinnamon and, and pepper. Yeah. Um, and not, not, I don't think black pepper. I think it's like uh, red pepper, like what you'd put on a, uh, a pizza? pizza. Like crushed you know? red pepper? Yeah. Pizza. That's kind of the pepper I'm getting. Um, so, let's go back to a little bit of the uh, story of Little Book here. So, uh, Freddie No is the great-great-grandson of Jim Beam. And he wanted to kind of do his own brand or his own, uh, I guess, release or whiskey or whatever. Leave his mark, basically. Um, So his idea was to blend together different spirits to create something completely new. So what he's got, um, in this case, I think, what did I say, Uh, rice, a brown rice bourbon? Yeah. And then he had a rye, high rye, rye whiskey, and then a straight bourbon whiskey in this one. I think every year it's been a little bit different. Um, and I think he just does some blending till he finds some things that sound okay. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, so his granddad was, uh, was Booker mm. and, um, he was called little book. So that was his little nickname. Um, so I think that's, uh, that's kind of a neat story to me as to why it's called what it's called. Which oh, yeah. I, you and, know, like, the heritage and legacy right. continuing. And that's the stuff that I love. <laughs> if As long as it's a good bourbon or whiskey, then those kind of stories kind of make it stand out. I mean, the packaging on this is just like the packaging on Booker's. Booker's, yeah. Um, it's a darker wood, and it's a, but it's still the same design, like the, the, the wood canister with the uh, little plastic or plexiglass yeah. uh, slide in. <clears throat> And then it comes with the information, you know, can attached to it either. I think uh, Booker's uses like a card or insert, and then this uses a tag attached to the yeah. bottle, right? So what do you guys get? I mean, now that you've – how many times have you had a drink of this? I've had two. I'm going to go <sighs> for a third. I wish I could tell you what this nose is. I don't – it I'm, still drinks hot. But and then when but, you say it's hot, do you think it tastes alcohol hot, or do you think it tastes just – Spicy. I, think I would say. Are you getting the cinnamon? When, when you I say to that, them? I I refer to like uh, the overall like vis visceral reaction, and sometimes I feel like that is actually a proof thing, and sometimes I think that's a spice thing. Right. So what? That's what I'm asking. Which um, one do you think it is here? I get it's both. a combo. Yeah, I get yeah. both. I mean, I mean it's one twenty two. It's it's definitely point, high, but it's like point eight. It's right in that range of there's there's a lot of stuff there that drinks that proof and there's a lot of stuff there that doesn't yeah and this you definitely i mean this feels like it's a 138 so i'm gonna put a drop of water about, in mine think about this real quick and, and tell me what you guys think about this idea so you're eating a spicy wing or a spicy chili right mm-hmm. and you have some milk and what's that do that tames down the spiciness right mm-hmm. but if you have some like 
soda, like Coke or cola or whatever, or you know something else, what does that do? That makes it worse, right? Generally, sure. Because some, some of that, it doesn't. It spreads it out over your tongue. Like sure. Water makes spicy worse because so, it's oil and water. It spreads it out. Here's my thoughts, and I'm. I don't know. This is just me, just making shit up on the fly. I think what I've come to realize, and I could be 100% wrong on this, it's been known to happen, I'm, I'm Tyler once in a while, uh, is the proof comes through a lot more, I feel like, when there's a spiciness to the, the flavor. I think so. Yeah. Sure. So, like, I think it exacerbates it, if that makes sense. Like, it makes I love it, that word. Yeah. I, I figured you would. That's it sounds why I like masturbate. So. Yeah. I didn't think it was because like, you and were masticate. In the medical dis- masticate's yeah. a good one, too. But I, I just wonder if that, like, the, the combo of those two amplifies that. that sure, uh, absolutely. I think so. You know what I mean? The finish. Yeah. So, like. Maker's 101 comes to mind, yeah. right? That's a very, it's but, only 101 you, that, proof. That's cinnamon. But it's very cinnamon. It's very warm. Right. This is a warm bourbon. Like, I would drink this when it was cold outside yeah, on like the patio. Mm-hmm. Out on the patio. Yeah, no doubt. I was <clears> just thinking the same thing when you said that. Because um, that's the only time I can drink Maker's 101 is when it's wintertime. Fall. I, I don't want I to drink, drink it in the any, summer. I can drink it in yeah, the summer. Yeah, but it is like a Maker's but 101 for yeah. sure. That's how it, so yeah. I hear people all the time saying, oh, this would be a great fall. And I agree with that, but there's nothing that I've had that tastes like a fall or a winter bourbon that I couldn't drink on a hot summer day. I really? could. It doesn't bother me. I could, but this, like, is, if it's 95 out, it's not my choice. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. I, I can understand choice. that. It's not your choice, but I'd still drink it and enjoy it just fine. Yeah. Like, I don't care what temperature it is outside. Yeah, for sure. If it tastes good and coats my tongue, that's all I care about. Yeah. So, so I don't know if I got to tell you guys. This is a little, like, side rail. I was in O Canada not too long ago, about a week ago. Okay, tried to do some bourbon hunting and, like, nada. But you know where at what every place had was Buffalo Trace, like signature just Buffalo Trace. Every saw, place had that. I saw it up in Michigan. Yeah, well, I'm in Canada. I, yeah. I didn't know what they would have, right? I don't know sure. what they're allocated. Are you allocated. talking about the bars or are you talking about the liquor stores? Liquor stores, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, anytime I saw a liquor store, because a lot of streets are blocked off because it's like touristy places. So I would walk in or a shopping plaza. I would pop into every liquor store that I could find. Almost Wild Turkey 101 was everywhere. Signature Buffalo Trace. But there wasn't much bourbon at all. It was all uh, scotch. Like, yeah. What about Canadian whiskey? Like, um, a lot of yeah, there was a lot of Crown. You, um, and then what is that like Canadian Club whiskey? I think. Yeah. Um, but I saw more Scotch probably than anything. Well, I up think there. Scotch is still isn't Scotch still the most drank whiskey in the world? In the world, I would say it's the most consumed. Yeah, consumed is a better word. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it is. I, think I, I agree. Is. I think so too. <clears throat> and I wish that I was more into scotch because I'm sure that there were lots See, of. To me, I, I like scotch. Like we did that one episode. It's just I don't like the. Uh, was it the Islays or Ile or Ile or Ile that are really peaty? Those are the ones that I can't stand. But the Highlands and the other ones like Speyside stuff like that, I can drink those. And the blends, yeah. the Scotch blends, like so. When we had Johnny Walker, I actually didn't mind that. I used to have some yeah. Johnny Walker, and I liked it. There's the blue label that I think is a pretty high end. I think we had the green, right? Is that what I have in the back? It's like red, I, black, I green, blue, I think. Yeah, it's some, and there's a gold in there somewhere. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like I've had some Johnny Walkers that I don't mind at all. Mm-hmm. And, in fact, I think when I was in Mexico, I was drinking Johnny Walker almost the entire week because I didn't have shit for bourbon. Yeah. yeah. And then I finally was like, you know what? I'm just going <clears> to <throat> pop open one of these Eagle Rares and drink it. And oh, I, I would have done the same. I, I was hoping to get lucky and find something in, like, Toronto, but... So you were hoping to get lucky and find something? Yes. Wow. Yeah. 
And you, I had, mean, you had your girlfriend with you, too. Yeah, I mean, you know, 50-50, whatever. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Oh, God, speaking of uh, Did Mexico, you already open the second one? I did. Okay. It's, it's still gotcha. open. Gotcha. Um, how good does that sound right now? Just the beach. Like just with the hot. hurricane coming in right now? Just yeah, that, hot that sounds beach. good. Hey, man, I'll tell you what. I'm a mountains guy. Like, those mm. giant-ass mountains were beautiful. And those lakes, like, I could totally just, like. Yeah, just watch your back. For what, bears? Well, they don't break it. While you're on the mountain. Just, Don't break your just, back on the mountain. Just nod. Broke back mountain. Oh, oh, I see. Just I smile see. And nod. Just I got gotcha. you. I'm so, the wheels were turning, I swear. I saw some I steam. Was, yeah, everyone steam. was like giving me all these bear warnings. They're like, Oh, you know, watch out for the bears. Put a put a bell on your back because it'll scare the bears away. And I didn't do that. It'll also attract the bears. That's sure. exactly what a guide said. So I did like a kayak tour. He thing. said what it would attract them. Yeah, he said he was like, oh yeah, he was like everyone always talks about putting bells on your backpack to scare away the bear, but they're so used to it. They said it's like literally like a dinner bell, like calling them in. Yeah, like ooh. They said it's a very '90s thing that people like hikers from the '90s used to do. That's fine. So, but didn't see any bears. Didn't see any. I would honestly not cool. want that on me anyway because that'd be making so much noise you wouldn't be able to hear your surroundings. I would be annoyed as fuck with. But not only that, but you wouldn't be able to hear if something was approaching. Yeah, yeah agree. Yeah. It was like I'd want to. I want to hear my surroundings. Yeah. If I want to, I want to stop. I don't want to hear a ding ding for a second yeah. afterwards. You know. Yeah. The best part was like your phone would be like no service and you'd be like airplane mode. I don't want you searching. Yeah. And just not having a phone just for pictures, but not like. Yeah, yeah. You know. No, I like that too. Yeah. That's nice to be disconnected once yeah. in a while. Oh, so what do we th- what do we think of this one? I gotta say, I don't think I would hunt this. No, I'm not a spice person. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, you know, cinnamon's a very weird flavor to me because I always say like cinnamon roll are fucking delicious. Bring them on, but like cinnamon big red gum, no thanks. Also, if I don't know what the retail of it was back when you got this bottle, but it's like one twenty. Yeah, if we're talking wow. about that now too, you're like. It's yeah, like for one twenty. Yeah, bottle, I agree. It's, it's probably a sixty dollar bottle to me personally. Yeah. yeah, someone else may feel different. Someone else may I love see this. Maybe eighty bucks for it. Yeah, but one twenty is probably a stretch. Yeah, I agree with that. I would. The packaging like to have. It's like one of those bottles yeah, that you increases. like to have. You like to have that bottle. It's not your favorite, but you have it. There's you something know? peanutty. You in don't know. Too, I just got. Yeah, you don't well, know if you go. I mean, it's it's bean. bean. Yeah. Yeah, it was just then I, I didn't. Well, make here's the off. other thing. So, like one one thing, like if we're talking like collectors, it's cool uh, to see all those different, bookers. Yeah. Oh yeah, up on the wall. The package is awesome. I you love know, the like packaging. Seeing all the bookers, like the the three, you know, three or four, four, ten of them sitting yeah. on the. When we went to that bar in Lexington, and they had all those bookers from all the way back. Remember that, Tyler? Yep. They had all of them. They had every bookers all the way back. Yep, that's cool. And it that was bar like, was sweet. It was sweet. That's where you had your Rock Hill yep. for the first time, right? Yep. Oh, nice. And you bought the you bought, bought me the plans. from them, yeah. They sold it to us, yeah. Really? For a hundred bucks, I think. Yep. That's not a bad. I mean, I mean, for his first bottle of Blends, yeah. I you at, know, at a bar. Yeah, right at a bar. That's the they they uh, was it opened or unopened? It was unopened. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know if it was like you know just a little bit had been poured. We had. I mean, he had never had a bottle of Blantons. It was his birthday weekend. I went ahead and got him that for his birthday. Very nice. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't the uh, Elmer T. Lee drinks that I got you for your birthday. But <laughs> that was a fantastic pour. That was the first that time came I had up on my, uh, ETL. That came up on my uh, time hop the other day. Night. That was a good night. I enjoyed yeah, that. Yeah, that was fun. That was a pretty cool bar, too. So let's let's pour this next one. And while you're pouring that, I'm going to talk about my experience this last weekend. So we decided, you know, the, the weather kind of changed. We're now in the in the midst of fall, right? 
Yeah. It's the weather's, you know, 50s, 40s, 30s overnight, and then up into the 60s, sometimes 70s in the daytime. So it's a good fall time. So we decided to make my chili this weekend. When I do that, generally what I do is I'll buy a big freaking brisket. Sure. And uh, you'll do a brisket chili. So yeah, so I'll so the so what I did this time is on we were planning on having my brisket chili on Saturday. Sure. I bought the brisket on Friday, started smoking it on Friday, and I didn't cut it up or anything. I I you know rubbed it, put it on the put it on the grill, uh, started smoking it. Sure. And get it up to the I think what is it one sixty five or something right before you wrap before or you pull, wrap wrap people do different ways. Yeah. So I got it to one sixty five. I pulled it off. I cut the amount that I thought would be perfect in the chili. Cut that off, cubed it up, put it into the chili. So I, I don't finish the brisket when I put it in the chili because that way it's a little more absorbent of the flavors and stuff, you know. Okay. And so then I, I started the chili immediately that evening, Friday night, and I cooked it until about 10 o'clock, put it in the fridge, stored it overnight. Then it, I, I feel like the key to a good chili is storing it overnight in the fridge. And then bringing it out the next yeah, day, oh yeah. and then heating it up again in the crock pot. There's something with the acids. Yeah, it just it's like it breaks down the, yeah. the fats. It melds with the with the meat. It's the tomatoes much better. and yeah, stuff. The acid exactly. and the tomatoes. So, the first time I ever did that was just a happy accident. I was like, oh shit, this turned out better the second day. It's always reheating better the second day. And my chili, I will say, and this is probably true of anyone who makes a tomato based chili. My chili by day three, day four is even better than mm-hmm. day, day one. Yeah, it, it's crazy. But here's the thing. So normally... You put beans in your chili? Yeah. Yeah. I do a mixture of chili beans and kidney beans. Okay. Red kidney beans. Light red. Yeah. Um, So normally what I do is I start my chili and I finish my burnt ends and I finish my brisket. So whatever's left over, I make burnt ends and brisket out of it. Yeah. Right? This was a huge ass brisket that I bought. So this time I took everything off. I... uh, Put it in the fridge. Wrapped it in the fridge. Mm. After So it got to 165. I put it in the fridge. The next morning I got up, cubed the, uh, cubed the uh, burn ends, mm-hmm. added the brown sugar, the butter, and then I uh, re-rubbed the uh, brisket, wrapped it, put the, uh, <laughs> put the uh, burn ends in the, uh, the uh, tinfoil you know, pan, sure. wrapped it, Put them both in the so they they sat overnight in the fridge, and then I put them on the freaking uh, smoker the next day wrapped. So basically, in, normally I would let them sit for like a half hour or whatever, wrap them, put them back on. I didn't do that. I let them. I put them in the fridge overnight. They cooled down. I don't know if it sealed in the juices, something. I think it helps reabsorb some of the something. juice. And then I put them in the freaking smoker the next day. The best brisket I've ever made. Tender. Mm. Like Where you did just, you learn you, about this? I didn't. I just was lazy that night. I do a so cooler. You didn't, you didn't get to the bre- the. You didn't finish the brisket. You're like, I'm just gonna put it. Yeah, back. because it was like seven o'clock at night, and I'm <clears> like, well, fuck, I don't want to stay up till mid. Because I had to coach the next morning. Yeah. So I didn't want to stay up till midnight tending to the brisket, checking the temperature and right. stuff like that. So I was like, I'll just I'll just start it in the morning. Yeah. And so I did, and holy shit, it was so much better that way. You can put it in a cooler too, right? Just I right, have a that's dedicated. What you said. I have a dedicated meat cooler. I've got the hiccups. I'm so sorry. You're fine. Don't worry about it. But I have a dedicated meat cooler because I've never put anything else in it. Banks, you can't. You're too young. You can't have any, homie. He's like, screw you. I'm eight years old. That's fifty-seven. But 56. um, 
it doesn't cook it, but it holds all of that heat in, so that collagen yeah. breaks down and it makes it so tender. Well, and that's what you say you do when you're done. Even if you were like, and I so so when I pulled it off the it. grill and it reached the temperature I wanted, I didn't even go up to two hundred five. I went to like one ninety five. Yeah, yeah. I knew that's it would what continue I do too. to cook. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. I knew it would continue to cook. You know, on yeah. the in, in the in the cooler. Well, I didn't even put it in the cooler. I just set it out on the counter for an hour. Yeah. It stayed wrapped. Out in the because I didn't pull it off at two hundred five. I wanted. How it to, long did the brisket go back on the smoker for? It ended up being about four or five hours. Okay. It was really thick. It was a thick brisket. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, man. When I I cut the brisket up and sliced it after like it set for an hour, mm-hmm. and the smoke ring was freaking phenomenal. The it was just the perfect color of like a pinkish gray. Sure, like, that like pink ring around. Well, it and, and yeah, but then like the meat itself was like the perfect mm-hmm. like pinkish gray. The burnt ends were just falling apart. The, and when you grabbed the brisket, like after I sliced it, if you grabbed a piece of it, it would just that, fall That's the way half. I like it. It just falls into pieces. Yeah, I was like, holy shit, I've never had it like this before. Mm-hmm. And I, so I don't know if it was just a, another happy accident that I just figured out, you know, and sure. maybe someone does it that way. I don't know. Let us know if yeah. you do. But it was a, it was a neat little thing. So, so at um, Meat, I had oh, yeah. I their like, chopped brisket uh, sandwich with, with mac and cheese, they had a really, really good spicy cream corn, which I'm a big like cream corn, good. cornbread. Spicy cream corn? Yeah, it was unreal. Mm. And their cornbread is like, might as well be cake. It's like a fucking. It's like the pearl. There's like Go cake. have a piece of my corn, corn uh, bread before you leave. So you mix it with the yellow cake, I'm guessing. So, I, yeah, I, so I do yeah. the, the blue, the cornbread. Um, like Jiffy cornbread. Yeah, yeah, the Jiffy cornbread mixture. So I do a full box of that. I, I cook it to its specifications. So I well, I mix it to its specifications. I add an egg and then milk, I think it is, sure. to add some. And then I take the uh, yellow cake, yeah. take half of the box, pour it in. Oh, and really? So it is really like literally cake. It's literally. Yeah. And then so then you add in uh, half a cup of sugar of to course. that. Of course. That's why everyone and then likes you, it. Then you put it in the pan greased pan yeah and then once it's like you smack it around and it's all settled into the nice you know level whatever you take regular sugar granulated sugar and just sprinkle it over the top of it Fair enough. and then yeah. put it in the oven and cook it to yeah. to what it says Sounds 20 good. minutes i wonder instead of uh, it's upstairs it's freaking phenomenal sugar you did like a drizzle of honey back honey yeah. would be very good before it cooks you think that yes. would do anything i don't know maybe or you also people put like cubes of like tiny cubes of butter on the top of it as Ooh, well. What I do a lot of times, and I didn't do it this time because it was just like whatever, is I'll serve it with like honey. Yeah. You know how the pearl, have you had the, oh, yeah. the yeah, pearls? butter uh, and honey. Yeah, yeah. So ever since I started going there, sometimes I'll chop up jalapenos, put it in the mixture. Sure. I didn't this time, but then I'll, I'll take like a glop of butter and then make a little divot yeah. in it and pour honey, and yeah. then you can oh, dip yeah. it into that. It's so good. So our table also had. Um, for appetizers, smoked wings, which were outrageous. Uh, it was like barbecue. It was like a Aludini smoked sausage egg roll. Phenomenal. Sounds good. And then fried pickles. But this, mm. it was like shoestring fried pickles. I've never had it before, and it was incredible. They basically, you know, shoestring the, yeah, the pickle, oh, oh. battered them, and deep fried them. And Sounds it was good. unreal. 
And then because I like the pickled yeah. chips versus the like yeah. the spears. And then Saturday for our tailgate, which that was my first like adult tailgate in the sense of like <laughs> as opposed to juvenile I, tailgate. Or yeah, what you well, mean? just like, like people in their I career, know, like yeah. bringing like food. I'm kidding. Yeah, like not, setting a yeah, table, not yeah. beers. Because one, I'm not an OSU fan. Go well, go with sorry. me to, the, to my tailgate so, that we go to all the time. Yeah, I've sorry, sorry, I've been to that. It was my first time putting one on. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So I had a tent. Um, we did walking tacos. We did barbecue meatballs. Walking tacos are always a good idea. Well, for a, a tailgate, that's oh, always that's so a great fucking idea good. because you can just kind of yeah. yeah. We so we had um, the meat in one um, chafing pan, and then the other chafing pan was like onion, tomato, so you ended lettuce, up the cheese. Pans yep. instead of a generator, and and it worked. Except for the wind, which after a while actually blew them out. Um, and then a couple of like user air things, but other than that, they were fucking just awesome. Set up barriers, man. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, it wasn't the logistics of the chafing; it was more of user air that was like a uh, live and learn experience. Um, but anyway, so those guys that share their awesome bourbon with us, he was like, he goes, "Hey, I have you know, I enter my Chilean chili contest all the time, hmm. and it always wins." The was he an spicy. OSU fan or a Michigan State? He was fan? an OSU fan okay, that curious. lived up Sorry in to... Michigan. Okay, uh, his he had I think one daughter that went to Michigan and one daughter that went to Michigan State, like U of M or yes. Michigan. Okay, so one that went to each, um, and he was just there tailgating with other Michigan State fans. That's cool though. And so he goes, "Hey, I I always <clears throat> enter my in, in my spicy chili always wins." He goes, "I call it my slow burn chili." Because it's like the spice takes a while for it to kick in. I was like, okay. He's like, come on over. You have to get some. So he made he made hot dogs. And then he's like, hey, I'm making a hot dog. Come put some chili and onion on oh, it. Oh, that sounds good. It was unreal. Yeah, yeah that sounds unreal. great. So and like, and the, the chili was, it, I was like eating it. And you're like, hmm, hmm. You're like, it's not that spicy. And then it like, it is a slow, <laughs> slow burn. And I was like, I was like, dude, you, you were spot on in that sense of like it takes a while for that heat to kick in and it wasn't overpowering or anything but it was fucking amazing and i came back later put some on my walking taco i was like hey i literally ran over there i'm like i'm stealing your chili and they're like as much as you want they were so fucking cool and that's like my experience has been with most tailgates is yeah. the people around you are like eat my fucking food so, let's so drink there's a, there's a thing like the closer you get to the stadium the the worst you're well not counting tailgates yeah. but but as you're walking toward the stadium <clears throat> the closer you get if you're in enemy territory yeah the worse it gets sure if you're at a tailgate they're almost like Jimmy Buffett concerts everyone's welcome yes. take what you want drink what you want eat what you yeah. want but then like inside the stadium you're you're the enemy and exactly. you'll get yelled at spit on whatever yep. it's it's nuts but you're right like most tailgates I would 100 percent agree are very welcoming yep. and, you know, come in. It doesn't matter what uniform or, or jersey or whatever yeah. you're wearing. Sure. You're welcome to have and eat and drink and whatever, as long as you're not being disrespectful oh, yeah. or whatever. And it was like, we pull, I, I used my truck. We pulled my truck up. The The tailgate was down. Nice. Did you buy that we, tent I showed we, you? No. <laughs> I, the tent I got was, I got it off the bed site, and it was fucking, it was a heavy-duty one, so mine was, like, the, the only one that for a long time, like, didn't want to blow away. Yeah. Um, like an easy up temp, yep. I'm assuming. Yeah, like an easy up yeah. temp, but it was heavy, heavy, heavy duty. And uh, you know, we had a table out there. It was just it was a, a really, really good time. 
Uh, my parents actually had a tailgate with friends and family not too far, so we walked over there. Well, did you go visit that? Yep. When vis- they had, uh, I wasn't hungry, but they were making uh, Philly cheesesteaks. They had nice. they had like a portable stove, the um, Blackstone. Oh, those so are cool. I they, like the Blackstone. Yeah, exactly. It was a tailgate Blackstone. I was like, fuck, that's good. That's good. What? It, so what were we just talking about when we were at Old Baganels the other day? What what place? Um, Warriors. Wario's, yeah, Wario's. So beef. I was just driving with Trina the other day, and she's like, "Oh, we need to go to this Wario's place." I was like, "Damn it, Tyler just talked about that." Yeah. So we need to go. So yeah. Um, so this one is we are on the second one. This is chapter six. It is one hundred and seventeen point four five proof. It was released in September of twenty twenty two. Of course, it's uh, Beam Suntory, and uh, the age of this one is it's a it's a mixture of four four year old malt whiskeys. The nosalness is already better. Go ahead. And yeah. one five year old bourbon. So mm-hmm. just a breakdown of the whiskeys and bourbon here. It's so, darker, but it's it's yeah. I call young. this one straight up amber. Um, so this one is younger um, all altogether, mm-hmm. younger than the last one we had. But you've got uh, the first malt whiskey is a four year old straight malt whiskey finished with cherrywood staves. The second one is a four year old straight malt whiskey finished in applewood smoked barrels. The third one is a four-year-old straight malt whiskey finished in hickory smoke barrels. And the last one is a four-year-old straight malt whiskey finished with maplewood staves. And then mm. all of that is blended with a five-year-old straight bourbon. Interesting. So the age, even though it says non-age uh, stated, it is four years old. Um, so what do you guys get on the nose? Do you ever get that? So <clears throat> it's nutty for sure. Yeah, That's what I was going to say. So you ever, you know, like your sense of smell is very yeah. tied to a memory. The second I smelled this, it reminded me of being in a state fair. Can you corn. get kettle honey corn. roasted almonds? Kettle corn for me. Yeah, I get honey roasted like nuts. And but like, the kettle corn made at the state, like the yeah. fairs. The fairs. Yeah, yeah. That's it's, the it's honey, like honey nut, honey roasted, honey nut, whatever you want to call it. Toasted Anything almonds. Anything like that. Yeah, like a toasted ooh, almond. Ooh, yeah, I, I kind of had a sweet this week, and I forgot to tell you guys. A what? A sweet. Um, oh, S-W-E-E-T? Yeah. Uh, I had honey roasted almonds and they're Aren't fucking those, outrageous. That's what this reminds me of the nose, honey roasted yeah, almonds. They're like they're like I a get, sweet adjacent, I get you know? for me it's a mixture of like kettle corn and, and toasted almonds. Yes. Or honey roasted like peanuts, so, either one. So do you remember those I'm getting some cinnamon on this too on the nose. Just remember those holiday, holiday <laughs> so holiday tins? Oh, either yeah. the small ones with all the nuts or the, the larger ones with like the kettle corn, popcorn, like mm-hmm. it kind of smells like that. All right, I'm gonna dive in because this actually has me intrigued. I like yeah. Interesting. That nut comes through. Your face doesn't look like it's very Whew. good. The proof. Whew. No, the proof doesn't hit me, but the flavors, I don't, I can tell this is a lot of malted whiskeys. I, I'm not a fan. Yeah, you definitely get the malted whiskey for sure. It just tastes. Did you know this was malted whiskey when you purchased it or no? No, no. I just... Does it not say on the. No, it doesn't say shit. But it's just. If you could, I mean, it's unless just, you could like, but it you know, does, see sure. the tag, like, you know what I mean? You could malty. lift it up and see the tag. What's that? What's the label say? That's what I'm saying. Um, the label looks like it has a whole bunch of information on it. Not that label, the one on the bottom. No, no, no. I wanted to. Oh, the bottle label? Oh, this thing's like this locked into place. Uh, the nose on this one's better than the first one, but the taste, I definitely no. like the first one better than this one. The tag, yeah. So on the tag, it tells you all the things that you said earlier, like this. Um, the malt whiskey and cherry staves and all that good stuff. These are all four years and then one five year. That's what I said. No, I'm just like surprised because those were like 
eight year, I think, was the minimum. Uh, six, I think. <clears throat> was it? I think it was six, eight, and then there was a ten or something. I don't remember. It says let me go back and bright check. finish with a robust mouthfeel and a welcoming sweetness. So the last one was um, a four-year-old, an eight-year-old, mm. and a seven-year-old. Oh, so I did have a four-year-old. I'm sorry. So four, eight, and seven. This one's all fours mm-hmm. and a five. So it's the youngest. And I think, Jason, that's kind of one of the things he talked about is how young this one was. Yeah, I think you're for right. Like what, for what you're paying, you know, all $120 and they're all four years in a five-year. $125 MSRP. So, I mean, that's just kind of the general rule of thumb. Now, granted, we're getting packaging. We're getting a, a brand yeah. here. But the general rule of thumb for things like this is like 10 years, every 10 years is $10. Or I'm sorry, every year is $10. So like a 12-year, oh, okay. uh, like you could pay $120 bucks for, and, and that's reasonable, you know? A 15-year, so like those Calumets and stuff, I mean, $150, speaking, bucks, that's that reasonable. That Knob Creek 12-year is not that... That's really good. I like that Knob Creek 12-year. Yeah. I like it way better than the 15-year, I can tell you that. The 15-year is just almost too oaky. Yeah, but I like the Knob Creek 12-year. I have one that has, like, a pour and a half left, and I, wonder I, I how keep the saving 18, it. Didn't they just release an 18? I honestly don't know. I don't think we've seen it yet here in Ohio, mm-hmm. but I thought they just released an 18. It was, like, their 30-year anniversary of the Knob Creek or yeah. something, or 50-year maybe, or something. I don't know. I'll be in Tennessee next week. Tennessee? Yeah, and I'm hoping to maybe, like... Find some shit. We're the only town where I at, see. Where yeah. at in Tennessee? Gatlinburg. It's super fucking cheesy. Where, but no, but where? How? Where does that between Knoxville and Nashville? Which ones are closer to? Knoxville. Yeah, it's like I because think Knoxville. Knoxville has actually got some pretty <clears throat> decent little liquor stores. Yeah. 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 I know. I I'm almost positive that they are not out. Not an allocated state. Because like last time I popped in, I, I think saw, they have secondary prices. Yeah, they have. I saw it was like a. It was a Blanton's or an E.H. Taylor, and it was like 180, and I was like, huh. Like, I think I laughed at the person and laughed. I was like, huh. <laughs> but, yeah, um, hopefully I can find something there. Who knows? I would still like to get one of those John J. Bowman single barrels. I think those are good. Yeah. I If you find those and it's not limit one, yeah. I want one. Okay. Um, so what do, you guys, what do you guys overall think of this one? <clears throat> I need another drink uh, to give you a better... Yeah. Take a drink, then. I'm not stopping you. Don't yell at me. <laughs> Brett, what did you do this weekend? Um, This past weekend... Oh, because I've been on the run so much, I just stayed home. Yeah. Between being some, in Canada... You did some grilling or smoking, though? I, um, I smoked beef short ribs that Ooh, I had in the freezer, so which good. I do love those. Oh, I'm getting my... Um, um, we should have coordinated. I'm getting my quarter hog <clears throat> soon. And I made um, sliders. So what I like to do are the King's Hawaiian, right? I, I smoke yeah. the beef short rib. I shred it, um, make sliders, do Havarti cheese, and then pesto on yeah. top of it. Yeah, that sounds so good. That's a recipe that I stole from the Walrus, full transparency. They sell beef short rib sliders. Beef when, short when ribs. When you say the Walrus, you're talking about the Beatles member? Member of the Beatles? I, well, I mean, I do know who the Beatles are. I wasn't alive in the 60s, but... Um, in downtown, there's a place called the Walrus. I freaking love that place. It doesn't get enough credibility, I think. You think it has no credibility? <laughs> I think it doesn't get enough credibility. Credit? Credit, yeah. yeah I think that word works, right, credibility? Well, I don't know. Like, I would think that uh, when you hear of it, people would be like... Uh, <clears throat> it has no credibility. Yeah, I, I could see that. Yeah, I guess. Um, Whatever. It doesn't give enough credit. There you go. But it's it has really good... They have a um, like a maple burger that they do where they put um 
Do they play a lot of Beatles music when you're there? No, none whatsoever. They're all about to, like this weird like walrus dude with a monocle for some reason. I don't know. It's near that Pecan Pennies or Pecan Pennies, whatever you want to call it. It's just right down the road from that and like Drunch and um, the OG 16-bit. Is Drunch still on? I don't think it's there anymore, is it? Is it Drunch? No, you no, know what? Drunch blunch. is somewhere else. I'm thinking Blunch. Yeah, you, yeah, Drunch still exists. What the fuck is that place? They do unlimited mimosas. That's no, why it's real popular. John Lennon was the walrus. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Yoko Uno killed him. Yoko Uno so. got him killed. Yeah, oh yeah. She was, you know what? She destroyed the Beatles, I should say. That that crazy fan killed John Lennon. Right. I don't think she actually killed him. Yeah. That's what I... So, we, we say... We used to do this. We should bring back, like, the Hunt Shelf Pass kind of thing. You guys are the ones who went away from it. You didn't That's, like it. You, you guys didn't like it. You know it. what I mean? We like, never said that. We used to do Hunt Shelf Pass, I feel. We did. Were you not... But, you buy it on the shelf. Uh, yes. You'd hunt for it. But I never. It was never my idea to right. get rid of it. No, you yeah. guys just stopped doing it. I think it's as and a I'm whole. I'm pretty sure you actually it. said it was stupid. It is stupid, but I never <laughs> said get rid of it. Well, that's kind of what you're saying when you say no, it's stupid. I have a lot of stupid things in my life, and I still continue to have them. I quote John Lennon: "I don't believe in Beatles. I just believe in me." Good point there. After all, he was the walrus. I could be the walrus. I'd still have to bomb rides off people. What movie is that from? I have no clue. What in the actual fuck? Were they quote John Lennon? The quote that I just read, what movie is that from? I don't know. I feel like it's like a Chevy Chase kind of thing. It's not. I don't know. All right, I'm going to read the entire quote from start to bottom. Start to finish. Start to finish. That's what I was like. Top to bottom. Start to finish. I mixed them. Tyler, are you paying attention? I know you're not going to know this, but I'm just going to read it to you anyway. Not that I condone fascism, or anyism for that matter. Isms, in my opinion, are not good. A person should not believe in an ism. He should believe in himself. I quote John Lennon. I don't believe in Beatles. I just believe in me. Good point there. After all, he was the walrus. I could be the walrus. I'd still have to bum rides off people. I feel like I've heard that You've before. definitely heard it. I just don't know. And I know. bet you you've heard it. I bet you you've seen this movie. Even though it's an older movie, if you haven't seen it, you need to see it, and it might be the one we do on our next movie night. Mm. Very nice. Is I feel like it's a comedy. It is a comedy. Yeah, that's why I said like Chevy Chase. And or it's something. with an underrated comedy actor. Underrated. Cool. <laughs> the actor is married to Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, uh, Matthew Broderick. That's Ferris Bueller's Day Off. It is Ferris Bueller's yeah. Day Off. Good job. Yeah, yeah. It took a minute, but it's okay. Have you ever seen that movie? Yeah. It's been a while. It's a, it is, it's a cult it's classic, definitely. Since I, oh, sorry. Oh. Is there something singing? Uh, if you want to call it singing. Yeah. It sounded more like strangling a cat, but whatever. All right. Um, final, final thoughts on this one. I would pass on this. I would probably pass on it too, Which man. is funny since you bought this. <laughs> hey, well. But you know what? Here's, and this is what we talked about last week. This is where I think the distilleries are taking advantage of us. They know that Little Book is a sought-after release, yeah. just like Booker's, just like, you know, whatever. Any of those limited edition releases, they know that we're going to get them. Yeah. And even if you watch uh, Jason from the Mash and Drum or you read Breaking Bourbon or you read whatever and they rip it apart, someone is going to see it on the shelf, know that they've never had it, and be like, oh, I've been looking for a Little Book forever. 
Me. That was me. Yeah. I mean, that's my point. Is But you didn't really ask before you bought it whether it was a good exactly. release or not yeah. because you just wanted it. Sure. And I'll tell you, that's the reason I bought the one I bought. So I, so I had Little Book Chapter 3, and I had Little Book Chapter 4 and Little Book Chapter 5. Yeah. Little Book Chapter 3 I traded okay. to someone. Okay. might have even been Ronald Rankin, actually. Okay. And um, Chapter 5 I sold to a buddy for his dad okay. for a birthday. Okay. And I would never opened them. Mm-hmm. I just knew they were sought after, so I yeah. got them. And... I don't know. I just, uh, I will tell you, four, four I could drink, fall, winter, I think yeah. it's a good description, mm-hmm. like you this said. This is just too malty. This one, yeah, and I'm just not into that. I'm sure this is probably some people's cup of tea, but for right. $130. Yeah. It was 130 Yeah, this one was more. Wow. Well, yeah. the Because MSRP's, of Michigan secondary. Well, no, was, this was, was in Chicago. Chicago. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. At Benny's. Yeah, and and they are I thought this was ish. a Michigan thing. They're they a secondary-ish, are, but, but like, this is, this is... <laughs> MSRP is 130 for this, but if they know it's kind of sought after, I don't think there's a huge secondary on some of no. these. Uh, there might be a little bit of a markup. You might find it for $200 somewhere or something like that. But I think once the word gets out, generally that price drops. Yeah. Yeah. You, know? you heard it first on the Bourbon Hunters. You heard it second. Because Jason from the Mash and Drum said the same Sons thing. Sons of bitches. And he bitched about it being too young. Yeah. And which I agree, I think you can taste the youth in this. Plus, it's very, very, very malty. Yeah. And if you're into malty, if you're into malty whiskey, this is probably really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agree. But $130 good? That's the question. Or more, in the case of Benny's and Chicago. I mean, I hate to say it, but I like that Henry McKenna better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I which hate is, to say that. Which is what? In Ohio, 60 bucks? 60, I think. So, I mean,. I 100% agree with that. Mm-hmm. Half the price, get two bottles, and you've got right. you've got uh, a happy time. Double the booze. Happy times. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. I just, this is not, this isn't anything that I'm going to go out of my way mm-hmm. to get, and yeah. it's not anything I would ever pay $130 for. Sure. Now that I've had it. Yeah. I probably would have bought it just like you off the shelf. Yeah. If not knowing anything about it, I would have bought it. Yeah. 100%. But this is not, this is not good. Yeah. Yeah. Don't like it. Yeah. It's not. Not wrong. So we need to crack into that JD from Mashing Journey. Doesn't have to be on the air. Okay. Before you guys leave, just to get a taste of it. Um, all right, let's sign off. Uh, hopefully you learned something from this. If you see the Little Book Chapter 6, I'd give it a hard pass. Yeah, same. Especially yep. unless you're getting it in a discount bin for like half off, maybe. Yeah, or you really like malt no. whiskey. If you really like malt Even whiskey, then, this I might be your I jam. I don't know that it's $130 worth. Yeah, yeah. Um, agree, agree. It's a good point There's other malt whiskeys that are probably <coughs> coming out of craft <coughs> distilleries that are just yeah. as good that are... Half the price. Yep. Yep. That's my guess. Yep. Even 80 bucks, I bet. Right. Correct. So reach out to us uh, if you have any questions, if you have any comments, reach out to us through the uh, through the uh, podcast apps. Uh, reach out to us on Instagram. We are the Bourbon Hunters on Instagram. We've got Ty Schaefer 04 on Instagram. We've got Brett Paul Bryan on Instagram. We've got the People Schnoz. The which people he does Schnoz nothing has for. died, I think. He, I don't know. He, he needs y- resurrected. You need to resurrect him or yeah. hand it over to someone else, and I'll post yeah. pictures for you. And then uh, we've got Dude Pool also on the Instagrams. Our website is www.bourbonhunters.com. We have Kenzie Drams. We have shirts. We have a whole bunch of stuff in our store. Tons of cool stuff. Uh, we are about to go on our bourbon trip yeah. in December here, first weekend in December. You will s- you will see the bourbon or Bardstown bourbon kill or what Bardstown bottle kill, what is it? Yeah, you Bardstown bottle bar- kill. Yeah, yeah even yeah. though we'll be in Louisville, Louisville, but it'll be the Bardstown bottle kill. We'll make sure to use a bottle 
from Bardstown to do that bottle kill. Ooh. That way it can still be called the Bardstown bottle kill. I like it. We'll see. I've already got something in mind. I might bring something do you, with us. Do you have something in mind? I do. I do, actually. We'll see. We're doing two bottles. We'll see. There's seven of us. Well, seven people, we'll yeah. Yeah. We got no, two we'll, bottles. One bottle. Two bottles. Don't be a pussy, Tyler. It's your birthday okay. weekend. Celebrate. Okay. Good okay. times. All right. Celebrate. Good Ce- times. We'll celebrate. Celebrate. Wait, we're staying in Louisville. Okay. Louisville. Yeah. yeah. Louisville. 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 But we're upping it from three people to seven. Seven. I know. And Jeff's not one of more. I, thought we, were, I thought we were staying in Bardstown. No. No, we're staying in Louisville both nights. Is that at the place? We, you said it was the place we've stayed before. I thought about that, but no. We're going to do everything in in uh, Frankfurt, then Bardstown, then we're going to head up to Bar. Uh, very Louisville. extravagant. That was Chris Farley from Wayne's World. Oh, uh, God, so I haven't seen that in so long. Frankfurt, Bardstown, then up to Louisville, and then we're going to stay the night in Louisville, wake up, <clears throat> spend the entire second day in Louisville, stay in Louisville one more night, and then head home. Oh. Very nice. All right. See you guys next week where we hopefully continue on our four blind mice challenge with Jason. We'll get him back on here. He was in Sagamore today doing his. I saw that. I saw his, his post. actual bourbon. Bourbon. Yeah. That he, and his rye is supposed to be bottled next week. So. Very nice. All right, guys. Have a good night. Right. And uh, we'll see you next week. Adios. Thank you for joining in for yet another episode of The Bourbon Hunters. If you like what you hear, please leave us a good rating on Apple, Podbean, Google, or wherever you are listening. It definitely helps us to get great guests on our show. And follow us on Instagram and the Facebooks to keep up to date with what is in our glass. As always, sit back, grab a pour, kick up your feet, and enjoy some bourbon.